Welcome to the RICO 12 uh, Big Book Roundtable. I'm excited to sit down again here today with uh, David G and Nikki M and and get into the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, you know, this is one of the resources that RICO 12 has in our family of recovery resources, along with the RICO 12 uh, speaker meeting, which is our flagship. We've got the Noodle It Out with Nikki podcast. We've got RICO 12 shares, and we've got uh, a couple of other projects that are in the works for 2024. We're excited about some of these things that are coming down the pike and just excited to share them with you. If you out there have a desire, feel the the nudging to contribute, you can contribute to RICO 12 by going to rico12.com forward slash support and just donating whatever is uh, wise with what you have. Just whatever God, God is put in your hands that he says, go ahead and support this program. Um, I'm excited once again to sit here with with David and Nikki. David, why don't you introduce yourself real quick and we'll get into this here in a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Justin, for your service as always. Nikki, it's so good to see you, my sister, always. David G, everybody, alcoholic addict of many sorts, crazy some days, uh, recovered most. Uh, God is good. I've been here for a long, long time and I'm just very, very grateful to be sitting at this round table with these guys. So thank you, Justin. Thank you, David. Nikki, introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Nikki M, and I'm a grateful uh, member of this roundtable with my guys, David G and and Justin B. But I want to also say on my book, on page XIII, it says, when writing or speaking publicly about alcoholism, I'm encouraged to omit my personal name and designate myself as a member of Alcoholics Anonymous or any anonymous that you're in. So I'm just a grateful, grateful member. Thank you. Welcome, fellow members. We're happy to have you here, um, and thank you. Okay, today we're going to continue in reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, which is what we're doing in this program. Uh, We will continue at the bottom of page 13 in the chapter, Bill's Story, and read four or five paragraphs, and then we'll uh, do a deep dive into those four or five paragraphs, learning some history, getting some personal insights, experience, strength, and hope. So grab your big book and uh, get ready to take some notes. Here we go. My friend promised when these things were done, I would enter upon a new relationship with my creator, that I would have the elements of a way of living, which answered all my problems. Belief in the power of God, plus enough willingness, honesty, and humility to establish and maintain the new order of things were the essential requirements. Simple, but not easy. A price had to be paid. It meant destruction of self-centeredness. I must turn in all things to the Father of Light who presides over us all. These were revolutionary and drastic proposals, but the moment I finally accepted them, the effect was electric. There was a sense of victory, followed by such a peace and serenity as I had never known. There was was utter confidence. I felt lifted up, as though the great clean wind of a mountaintop blew through and through, God comes to most men gradually, but his impact on me was sudden and profound. For a moment, I was alarmed and called my friend, the doctor, to ask if I were still sane. He listened in wonder as I I talked. Finally, he shook his head, saying, Something has happened to you. I don't understand. But you had better hang on to it. Anything is better than the way you were. The good doctor now sees many men who have such experiences. He knows that they are real. All right. Such powerful verbiage, a great experience shared here by Bill W. The, the, the imagery that it just 
that it brings to my mind is really powerful. And I look forward to getting into this. David, why don't you start us off and sharing a bit about some of the things that you pull out of this reading? Absolutely. Thank you, Justin, again, for your service as always. Well, bottom of 13, my friend, small F, he's back to talking about Evie. We see in the very first full paragraph up there where he took steps three and four and uh, six and seven, he talked about his friend, but that was with a capital F. So he was talking about God there, but now he's back to talking about Evie. So Evie promises him when these things are done, he's going to enter up on a new relationship with his creator. And that's exactly what my, my sponsor did for me. He told me, he said, David, you will enter up on a new relationship with the creator. You may have had a relationship. You may have a relationship, but you're going to have a new relationship. And when we get to page 72 in our book, here's a beautiful thing. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but it says, having made our personal inventory, what should we do about it? We've been trying to get a new attitude and a new relationship with our creator. So that comes true for us by the time that we get to that part of the work. And oftentimes way before. So he says, but he told me I would have an element in the way of living, which answered all my problems, not just lust, not just alcohol, drugs, sex, food, whatever it may, all my problems, all my problems stem from one problem. And he's fixing to talk about it there on page 14. But look what he says, belief in the power of God plus. So there has to be a little more than just belief in the power of God. Most of us believe in that power. But enough willingness, honesty, and humility to establish and maintain the new order of things, this new awakening that I've had, just as Bill's had here. These are the, but he says, simple, not easy. A price had to be paid. It meant destruction of self centeredness. And that's very hard. How do you do that for somebody who is ego driven their entire life? Well, you break them down, you take them through the steps, you make them look at their sins ruthlessly the same way he did over there. I confess these things before God and men. I become willing to make amends. Oh, that kills me, kills me. The three words that any addict hates to say, I was wrong. And so, you know, the two things that we must give up in order to recover here, one, alcohol, lust, drugs, food, whatever it may be, but the second, is self-centeredness it has to go and look how he beautifully describes the 12 steps he says these were revolutionary and drastic proposals he's talking about the steps but he says the moment i fully accepted them see i come in in 1994 all you ever heard was page 449 in third edition 449 449 acceptance was the answer this 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 my friend that i that i used to do the big book stays alive with He's a man from Tulsa, Oklahoma, many, many years of recovery. He was sponsored by Joe, I by Charlie. And so we kind of carried this on. But he was at a conference one morning. And Dr. Paul O, who was the writer of that story in the back of the big book, was there. And my friend sat down with Brett to breakfast with him one morning and asked him, he said, can I ask you a question? He said, I already know what it is, man. It's about acceptance and in the book. And he went on to tell him a story, you know, of all the treatment centers in that day and this, and he didn't realize. But one of the things he said is most people don't understand that acceptance doesn't start on page 449. It starts on page 14. Revolutionary and directed proposals. But the moment I fully accepted him talking about the steps, the effect was electric. There's a sense of victory followed by a peace and serenity as I've ever known. You both can understand this and relate to this and bear witness to this because this is what's happened. Utter confidence. I w- went from absolutely none 
to have an utter confidence. I can look a man in the eye today and talk to him and tell him the truth where he likes it or where he don't, and he can do the same to me. I feel lifted up as though the clean wind of a mountaintop blew through and through. And when I took that fifth step, there wasn't a secret left in my life. I had told everything. And that's exactly how that felt. Look at his spiritual experience here. God comes to most men gradual. That's the slow, but his impact on me was sudden and profound. <laughs> and uh, so I love what he says. For a moment, I was alarmed. I called my friend, the doctor, talking about silk work to ask if I was still sane. He wondered. And this all happened on December the 14th of 1934. And here's what Silky told him. Finally, he shook his head saying, something's happened to you and I don't understand. Why can't he understand? Because he's a human being. We don't understand these kind of experiences. Newcomers look at us and they don't understand what we're talking about. But I promise you go through this work and you'll more than understand. You will sit here at this table and say, I absolutely understand what you're talking about and what you mean. Silky says, you better hang on to it. Anything's better in the way that you were. There's a promise, not the way that you are, the way that you might be, the way you were. The good doctor sees many men who have had such experience. He knows they're real. He doesn't think they are. There might be a good chance of that. No, he knows. And we know from this day forward, Bill Wilson stayed sober for the rest of his life. And this is what's coming next uh, in the next episode that we do. Man, this is beautiful, beautiful and powerful, just like all of this has been. So I'm really excited to hear Miss Nikki. And I'm going to I'm going to hush with that. But that's my experience, uh, strength and hope with what we read here. Thank you so much, David. Yeah, uh, I really appreciate your insights and your your knowledge of of how of the history and everything like that. Thank you for sharing that, Nikki. What are some of the things that uh, you read in here that jump out at you? Well, thank you, everybody, and thank you, David. I love to learn the history, and I just love how you called Doctor Silkworth Silky. I just like, yeah, he's your friend. Um, promised. This book is full of promises, and I'm going to go deep here. This book is all about a new relationship with my creator. That's what this book is about. The book is all about a relationship with this power, or if you're comfortable with the word God. That's what this is about. You cannot be blotting out your consciousness with any substance or any, any other mind-altering, any acting out of that sort if you want to form and enter a relationship with your creator. You know, and I love that they use the word elements because later when we enter into the spirit world, these are all elements. This is not, you know, this is beyond comprehension. If I can say it that way, it's like what it's mystical. Sorry, it's mystical and magical mind is what my book tells me I have. It says, keep your magic magnifying mind. I mean, this is a magic mind I have. And so the elements, and this is a way of living. You know, I remember when I had a baby and they said, oh, the baby doesn't come with a book. Well, had I known that there was a book called the big book, I would have just attached it to my newborn baby because you can parent this way. You can do everything using these instructions. And then it says it will answer all my problems. The book again says this repeatedly and repeatedly, page, page 42. Quite as important with a discovery that spiritual principles would solve all my problems. Now, I sponsor a lot of people in the rooms who come from AA and they've gotten sober and they have double digit sobriety, but they're dying. And they forget this, this line here, which is, this is simple, but not easy. 
is a price has to be paid and it's the destruction. I go deep with destruction. This isn't a gentle process. This is the destruction of self. Your life is no longer your life. And everybody, you know, we're, we're, we've watered down this message so much, you guys. It's like, oh, be, Nikki, you're going to scare the newcomer. Well, the newcomer needs to be scared. The newcomer needs to be scared because we're in 2023 and it's scary out there. And then when I see the word must, well, I have to do those things. And I, every time I see the word all, all, and my line out says, you know, this is one addiction at a time. Our book further in page 135 says that it's one addiction at a time. We're, we're crazy to get mad at our husbands or our brothers or our sisters that, that are still smoking cigarettes and drinking a lot of coffee and monster drinks, but they've quit alcohol and they've quit sleeping with other people's spouses. That's huge. One addiction at a time. And that's, and, and it is, it's, this is, well, revolutionary. You know, I, you know, I love to sing. We're talking about a revolution. You know, go ahead, put any song in there that you want. This is a revolution of what? Of soldiers of God with agape love, with their only intention of serving others, wanting nothing in return. This is crazy. And, you know, down here where it talks to God comes to most women, men gradually, that's the educational variety. We will at this roundtable go through the spiritual experience versus the slower educational variety of an awakening. And when we read that, and everyone can go there, it's in the appendix. Because I have had one experience like Bill, the sudden and profound, that was my money obsession removed. The rest has been very gradual, the educational variety. You know, and I'll just end here where it says he knows, and that's Dr. Silky, as my friend David G likes to call him. You know, if you don't know what he's talking about, he knows that they are real. Well, what's real, Nikki? Go back to the previous sentence, that these experiences, you know, you can always, the big book is so well written. It's like, if you don't know what that sentence means, go back to the previous one. If you don't know what that means, go back to the previous one. The book will constantly explain itself. So these experiences are real. I just wish there was more doctors like Dr. Silky out there in 2023 because it's it's real hard to find a, an overstanding medical profession today. I find that these experiences, they're not seeing as much of them because I, I, I know my experience sponsoring myself is that my doctors these days are very quick to write a prescription rather than look for these spiritual experiences that are very real. I'm grateful to be here, you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Nikki. Thank you both for sharing uh, from the reading there. Um, I've got a question that I've written for each of you. David, um, it talks about here um, that all things, uh, a new this new relationship, this new, the, the word new is listed a couple times. How do you keep things new in your recovery after a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? How do you keep things new and not let them get stale? By continuing to work with a new man that has always, always brought a new relationship with my creator because page 55 in this book says we found a great reality deep down within. So if that great reality is deep down within me, it's deep down within you. And when I hold you at a distance, I hold that power at a distance. But when I let you in, I let that power in and we have a new experience together. We get to experience God here. So. Yeah, that's my experience with that. 
Yeah. Thank you. I love that. And just keep working with the new person and, and that, uh, that, uh, well, the, the, uh, experience keeps staying new. Thank you. All right. Uh, Nikki, you know, <laughs> you mentioned that, uh, and it says here, this way of living, which answers all my problems, really all your problems, Nikki, give us a few examples of, of, or an example or two of some problems that you wouldn't think would be tied at all to, you know, living the steps of recovery, but it has really helped in some of those problems. Wow, that's a great question. And David's answer was so simple. I love that. And thank you, David, because um, it is this simple. But let's go through an example. There's a world pandemic. I have no higher education. I am a retired, according to my license, a burlesque entertainer. <laughs> um, I'm a waitress. Uh, yes, I have a, a real estate license. I have all these trades, blah, blah, blah. But no, I don't have a degree or a PhD. I do now from the School of Hard Knocks. Anyway. I lose my job in COVID. How is this big book going to solve all my problems? Right? I don't, I'm not going to get a job. I have a mortgage. What's going to happen? Well, my book tells me that God is everything or nothing. So my mom says, what's going to happen? She's scared, you know, the pensioners and what's going to happen? You don't have a pension. You have nothing. What are we going to do? God. It's that simple. God. And then what happened? See, it says, believe. I believe my book. I believe these things. So what happened? Well, through the course of it, somehow my, my job paid me off, paid off my mortgage, and I'm sitting here, and I'm a full-time sponsor that they talk about on page 19. And this is a promise that came true for me where it says, a few of us, it says right here, I love it, where it says, are fortunate enough to be so situated, my line now says, me doing God's work full-time, that they can give nearly all their time to this work. So that's what I, so this book will solve all my problems. I, and a few episodes ago, I said my, my 19 year old son who I thought was doing so well is doing weird things again. And my book tells me never, never arrange a person's life. So guess what Nikki does? I never, never arrange a person's life. That simple. This is, this is how simple but not easy it is. So the book answers all my problems. Caveat, if I follow these instructions and perform the work well. Oh, also I have a friend in Israel, if you're listening, my rabbi, he's in 12-step. He says, a sincere position. See, this is, this is how simple it is. Every day I have to wake up and take the sincere position to believe the book, to do the work, and really here it is page 53 god is everything or god is nothing and if you really believe that god is everything that will remove all your problems this is a mind thing see the power of the mind it centers in my mind so really if what you think you become what happens speak it it's all truth hey just like dr silky it's real Awesome. Thank you so much, both of you for those. Let's, let's get into some takeaways here. And uh, David, what's a, what's a takeaway from our conversation today for you? Well, my friend promised me that when these things were done, I would end up on in a new relationship with my creator. So the takeaway or the giveaway is do these things. You will enter up on a new relationship. There is absolutely no doubt. There may be people out there that saying, you know, that's BS. I don't believe. I've never believed this never happened for me. 
you know, I didn't really have to believe it. I just had to do it. The belief came later and uh, it, then the experience showed up. So it's absolutely been true in my life and countless thousands of others. So that's that's my takeaway today. Thank you. And thank you, David. Appreciate you being here and for your insights there. Nikki, what's a takeaway for you? Well, I just want to thank my brothers here. I'm just uh, I'm just so grateful, number one. But number two, the biggest takeaway, destruction of self. This is really, this is not easy. It says destruction. Google the word of self. They're not mincing words in our book. So when they say these things, do these things. Because they're talking about miracles here, not mediocre recovery. I love you guys. Come join us because this is this is so fun. I know I sound like crazy. This is fun. Even in menopause. Okay, people, get in here. Awesome, Nikki. Love it. Okay. And my takeaway is also based around this new relationship. Um, I've experienced, and the way that I experienced this in my life is by practicing step 11 and trying to improve daily my conscious contact with God as I understood God. Um, And that new relationship can be renewed throughout the day, not just with God, but a new relationship with my fellows as I am put here to become of maximum service, of maximum helpfulness to, to God and my fellows. And that new relationship that happens as I apply these principles, as David said, hey, do them, try them. Even if you think they're BS, give them a shot. For whatever reason, it works. And as I try to think of it and and apply it through logic, it makes no sense. But as I experience it through spirit, it's miraculous. Everybody, give it a shot. Give it a shot. You're worth it. Just work it. 